to the Sixers Group Therapy Podcast. It is November 9th, so that means we are three weeks into the regular season, and here we are with a full squad ready to give you the first episode that involves real NBA basketball being played. I am your host, Alex Wynn, a.k.a. Nuge, and I am joined, of course, by the gang. First, the one and only June Mon. Oh, what a disappointing end to the Phillies' historical run. Mm. And now all we got is the damn Sixers on the weekdays now. <laughs> damn it. So, like, right off the bat, we have to address the elephant in the room, and that is that we promised to do – I don't know if we promised. We said we were going to try to do one episode a week. We are now looking at – we haven't had an episode since October – fifth so we're looking at well over a month uh, but <laughs> it's over a month have, wow we have a good defense or a good excuse and that is the philadelphia phillies Wait. making the world series we haven't done one since the season started is that right we didn't do one since before the last last preseason game i believe because that was on my list for episode three wow all right so we have a, <laughs> we have a lot to talk about then uh we have there he is right there Ponzi Wells, a.k.a. Crip Hamilton, a.k.a. Dave DeBacco. Whew. Yeah, my Crip Hamilton. My looks like Doc Rivers is managing my portfolio right now. So, <laughs> you know, we fight. We'll bounce back, baby. We always do. Fire Glenn. And last but not least, we have J.B. Mudbones. What's up, J.B.? What's up? So, um, let's, let's talk about the Philadelphia Phillies. That was a, a fun ride. Uh, they Unfortunately, they, they did make it to the World Series, but they lost in six to the Houston Astros. And um, anyone have any reflection they want to do? Because that was a pretty fun run we had. And uh, it's been a while. It was glorious. I'll take moral victory all day. We, we were it, – it was, it was beautiful. It sucks that we lost. And we didn't go out in the best way with just a couple bad performances, but we didn't belong there. It felt like it was pure heart. I was at one of the playoff games, not not the World Series, and it was like the best environment. Oh, the same game as you, Nuge, I think. Um, absolutely. Um, I felt like I had the chills the whole time. Everyone was into it. Everyone's standing. We needed it. Bryce Harper was a, a phenomenal leader, and they all like each other, unlike the Sixers. <laughs> like Gene said, we're stuck to the Sixers. June, Thank Dave, any, any thoughts? Yeah, it was cool. We'll talk about Maxie. It was cool. The uh, game three of the World Series was like the coolest thing I've ever seen. Um, really up there with two two Philadelphia playoff games that stand out to me in the last decade are game three of the World Series. This past year was incredible. And then it reminded me of the NFC championship game against the Vikings in 2018 with the flea flicker. Like that was just like a straight up barn burner, total chaos. It was, that was, it was, it was amazing. I still, I'm a total fraud. I still don't even know everybody on the team. I uh, didn't start watching until they won the wild card. So, uh, you know, but it was great. I enjoyed the ride. Felt like 08. Wanted to do, made me want to go in the parking lot and do nitrous balloons after the game. So, you know, like old times, <laughs> like old times. 
So, dude, get dude, as uh, as someone who watched very closely <laughs> those those seven to eleven Phillies, uh, it must have felt good to see playoff baseball return to Philly. What were your thoughts on the run? Yeah, I think back then we were still, you know, little kids. Well, I was like almost twenty-one, but you know, we, <laughs> we couldn't afford those tickets and go to those playoff games. But man, that environment—what was it? NLDS? Was it? We were at that. Yeah, Braves. That was one of the most electrifying live sporting events I've ever been to. And wow, only if the Sixers can actually, you know, have the balls to perform in the playoffs. Uh, that's kind of my uh, wishful thinking. June, we were talking about some of the best moments we've seen live in person. I think I have to say that Reese Hoskins home run, the three-run home run where he threw the bat, was the best moment I've seen live. I put it above Embiid's first basket, above Ooh. Embiid's windmill. That Reese Haas, that wow. was a, it was electric. It was the Wait, loudest that, I've been. In that's Earth. the game was, you guys were both at, Nugent JB. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Oh my. Okay. Yeah. That was. Uh, yeah. I watched that that clip like fifty times in a row the next morning, and yeah, yeah. pure electricity. Honestly, that that was the coolest thing I've seen. Like towards the end, I started to Reese Hoskins started to get on my. I was never the biggest Reese Hoskins fan to begin with. Uh, it would be interesting to see if he's back next year. But my top. Live sports moment is a home run by Reese Hoskins at, at, this, at this very time. I don't know if you guys have any debate. What's your favorite live sports moment you witness in person? What are your thoughts on that? Uh, I don't know. I feel like I, I would have to think about that, which means nothing good, really. What do you think, JB? When my dad took us to the Pacers game in 05 when, when AI hit the game winner? And when, oh, that's when a good one. Corver threw us to OT. Off. Corver threw an alley oop and it went in for three. I'll never forget that. Yeah. Wow. What a, what a what an atrocious <laughs> choice. A, a January regular season game against the Pacers in two thousand five. <laughs> Oof. Brutal. Yeah. Not 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 too many good big games on my on my resume. Because I, I haven't been to that many live events. You know, I've never been to a Eagles playoff game. That that was my first Phillies playoff game um been to a few Sixers ones and we don't have the greatest moments in the playoffs for the Sixers so uh yeah I'd have to wreck Reese number one and pathetically enough if we're talking just Sixers it's the Embiid windmill which we you know we went on to lose that series um but I I thought I thought that was it (laughs) once he did that windmill so I'll, I'll never count my chickens before they hatch but uh real quick I thought that was an interesting debate on Twitter after the Phillies lost and and that was whether um a fan could truly look back fondly on a season in which you reach the championship, but lose. Does yeah, anyone have any strong feelings about that? I think, yeah. I think context matters. 2001 is the best year of my life. <laughs> Basically won the championship, the AI step over on Ty Lue. There you go. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a win. Yeah. Only oh, team God. to beat the Lakers. If someone, the Astros. If, if someone's saying that that was not a, if you can't look back fondly on that. You're, you're crazy. In my opinion. Yeah. That was the definition of lightning in a bottle and they will never be back. The, the Phillies, the <laughs> yeah, Phillies have done, the Phillies have done everything wrong, worse than the Sixers have the last decade. And they caught lightning in a bottle and that was pure magic. And that, I hope everyone enjoyed it because they will absolutely not oh. do that again anytime soon. You must not be following the rumors, Dave. We I got... don't even know everybody on the whole team. 
I think tomorrow's the big free agent day, and they're already linking one of the top free agents to us, or two of them. But one's wow. crazy. All right. Well, then what? Then that comes with what? Expectations. It's all over. <laughs> hey. It's all over. We know how, we've seen this movie before. There's the other side of the argument. You have expectations, and you make it to the finals and lose. Then you probably don't look at it and cherish it. But, like, I probably don't, like – um, for example, like when they got to the World Series, I didn't buy any National League championship gear because like I don't want gear like that. And then they go on and lose the World Series. You know what I mean? Yeah. And why so, would I want that anyway? Like exactly. you want the championship yeah. gear. Yeah. <laughs> I, I immediately bought a Phillies sweatshirt that had no ties to any year. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we've only seen what two championships in our lifetime. I think we made it a total of 10. We're two and eight in championships. So um, I agree with you guys. If you if you look back and you see every season um, as a championship or bust, you're going to be pretty miserable, which I guess we are for the Sixers. The Phillies, we've seen it. The Eagles, we've seen it. The Sixers, we haven't seen it yet. So maybe that's why. But all right, enough about the Phillies. On to what this podcast is about. And since our last podcast over a month ago, the Sixers started the regular season. They are five and six tied for the eighth seed. Um, and Beads missed a few games with uh, a non-COVID related illness. Glenn Rivers said he had a foot injury in the offseason. That's why he isn't in peak shape. James Harden went and then sprained his foot, and he's going to be out for a month. I think that was the injury, sprained foot. Um, and Tyrese Maxey is averaging 23 points per game. So first, we will get started. Just your opening thoughts on the first 11 games of the season, June as always, we will start with you. Wow, we're already 11 games in, and I can't believe we actually have five wins. I, I can't even name the teams that we beat. Uh, not off to a great start, you know. MB coming out with that plantar fasciitis story wasn't wasn't really, uh, you know, working out, laying in bed or on the couch all summer. And now Harden looked great and then sprained his foot. Going to be out for a while. Don't know how he's going to come back. But I guess this gives us an opportunity to see more Maxi uh, with Harden being out. Uh, I, I saw the first few games pretty, like, you know, into it with Harden on the lineup. And Maxi just seemed like he was not the focal point or any, like, important figure on the offense until Harden or Embiid is off the court. Um, so, I don't know. With Harden being out for, I don't know, what, a month or so. I'm hoping to see we see more Maxi, maybe a little all-star run uh, before Harden gets back. So uh, we'll see. Rough start, though. Dave, you're next. You can talk about the Phillies again if you want. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, it just – they just – it's easy to be annoyed with Embiid. He'll be fine. He'll play himself into shape. He always does. It's just after nine years, it's really, really annoying um, of making excuse after excuse for him. And he's so mopey. And uh, none of the other superstars are mopey like that. So it's too, it's annoying. But he'll be fine. He'll, he'll be back. We'll be fine. We just look like a team that's been coached by Doc Rivers for three to four years now. I mean, they're, they're not playing with any energy and it seems like there's no cohesion whatsoever. Like it's painful. Like they don't flow at all. 
they looked there's there's the talent is here. I'm still I'm not I'm not giving up because they have the talent. I've seen the flashes. I saw the flashes last year. Um, but this the fucking oh, it's a Doc Rivers coach team, and he's overstayed his welcome like he has everywhere else. You know, it's almost like the the beginning of Doc here when we lost to the Hawks, but we were the ones seed that year with Simmons and they looked they looked really good in the regular season with one seed and then that's almost like the Clippers team that Doc Rivers was coaching with like Shea Gilgis Alexander and and Toby and Gallinari and Lou Williams and you know they were a great regular season team that was clicking and then like they kind of like shuffle the deck and get Kawhi and Paul George in there and it's like everyone's all excited and that's almost like our Harden and Embiid version of this team and it's like he can't put the pieces together because he's stubborn and the two power forwards at once. I just, no wonder our defense sucks and we're so slow and we can't guard anybody on the perimeter. Cause it's fucking Maxi and Harden who are always going to be defensive liabilities, but then we have two power forwards and Embiid who's on the floor every two seconds. And it's like, of course we can't stop anybody. Of course we're one of the worst defensive teams in the league. And of course he's not going to adjust it because he's Doc Rivers. So um, it's a blessing in disguise if I hope they keep losing and looking bad because uh, that means he will get fired and Sam Cassell, you know, it'll be like Joe Girardi and uh, what's his name? Rob Thompson. Was that Rob Thompson? Philly Rob. Philly yes, Rob. Sir. Yeah. Sam, Cass- Philly Sam, baby. Philly Sam. He's going to save the day. I, we need, they, it's Doc has to go. He's just this is this is history repeats itself, and this is another classic case of Doc overstaying his welcome. Uh, I like that good response. He touched a little bit on everything that we're we're gonna go into a little more detail and dive deeper later. But uh, JB, anything to add? Um, with this current staff, coach, not a championship team. I've seen enough. We don't have it. We don't move the ball, and maybe it's because. You can't build around a, a big center. Maybe that's maybe that's the the thing. I don't want to think that, but I watch other good teams move the ball, and it's like crazy. All of our plays are still sloppy to me. It's like in any close game, the opposing team gets off a good shot. Hopefully they miss it, but maybe <laughs> they won't. We have to work for it to four seconds left in the shot clock and like bank on hitting a – a contested shot. It's always been that way. Um, get rid of Doc. But at least it's, I mean, thank God for Maxi. If we didn't have Maxi, I I don't know what I would have done. The Phillies were a nice distraction. The Eagles are 8-0. It's great. But as Embiid said, it's, it's six-year season now, and I'll buy into that for a little bit. But that just means I'm going to watch more, and, oh, I'm going to get so angry. Like Dean said, we're stuck with them on the weekdays or yeah. the weeknights. Um, but yeah, the offense looks slow. It looks sloppy. But of the last six years, what's the constant? Embiid. Embiid. He leads. Right. He's our leader. He's our best player, and and his his energy is contagious, and it shows because you know we're slow and mopey, just like him. And there's no cohesion and consistency and passion. And it's a long, like I've really, it's so true. Like I feel like nine, nine out of 10 centers with his injury history would for sure be retired by now. And uh, so kudos to him for, you know, 
trusting the process and, and, you know, what's, what's all the shit that's going around that he, he falls so much because they, he does it on purpose because the training staff taught him to fall instead of absorbing all the impact when he lands for his, you know, for his knees and his feet. And it's like, so it's like, he's strategically falling all the time. We, we see him falling all the time and we say he falls all the time. He's doing it on purpose to reduce the impact on his, on his joints and ligaments. But it's like, you're handing the other team a fast, a fast break. It's four on five every time. And it's like, Oh my God, dude, it's, Oh, Oh, I hate that. I'm so upset with him because I love him. You know, it's, it's crushing my soul. Like I've, yeah. I've seen, I've already seen some Twitter whispers. Like I think the offense, like quote unquote, I think the offense looks better with him being not there. And Joe alluded to it, and I've alluded to the offseason. It's like maybe you in this modern NBA, it might be refreshing to see a modern NBA offense. And and B probably would have dominated the 90s. I don't know. Maybe it, it's starting, it's it's having me question whether he is what we thought he could have been. And he's an elite talent and everything, but like you said, um, maybe for worse, he's our leader. And uh, you know attitude reflects leadership when he's mopey out there the whole team acts accordingly and it, it's been like that way for the last six years and it's, it's starting to get a little annoying you know mm-hmm. very annoying but um you've mentioned it, dave he he tends to play himself back into shape he tends to start the season a little mopey we've seen it before um so let me ask you guys from one to ten what's your panic meter right now with our slow start Um, I'm I'm not panicking just because I haven't paid enough attention. It's yeah. like, <laughs> it, I agree. It, it's what we thought. We I think if if we check the tapes, we probably said uh, maybe this team has hope, but we need a new coach, and we don't have a new coach. So I wasn't expecting to come out looking like the prime warriors. I was expecting to come out looking like clunk, and we've been clunky. I wasn't expecting clunk. I really wasn't. I'm I'm, dis- I'm disappointed. I was expecting uh, better than this. You know, I really was. I'm uh, I'm disappointed, and uh, I don't know. My Sixers portfolio is looking good though, because I started this. I started to sell my Embiid stock and buy Maxi stock, so that was a good move. But I'm sad. So what did I really win? Nothing. <laughs> Big fucking loser. <laughs> June. Oh wait, wait. Can we add Melton Stop. is thank thank goodness for Melton as well. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Is, He's awesome. The, how long do we have him? Uh to this year, next year for eight million a year. Uh that's a bargain. We need to resign him for like seven more. <laughs> He's great. Who else who are our other quick ads? House hasn't done shit. House stinks. I I, I think I said on one of the the day freeze. Dave, yeah. you still there? He'll he be back. Um, uh, House, I, I said early in the preseason, I thought he could be one of the role players and maybe replace Toby in the closing lineup. He, he's an idiot. <laughs> he absolutely <laughs> sticks. Harold <laughs> has backfired the way that we thought. Like we Everyone always, thought that was coming. <laughs> I think we thought he would be he's good, done. but we knew which so far we've been wrong, but we knew that he was going to play over Reed. And that's happened. Yeah. Um, and then, re- granted, I've, I've watched a couple boneheaded Paul Reed plays, and and I embrace them. Um, but he's still 
he could have two windmill dunks that fail and he's still better than our other options. <laughs> I just I just got kicked off Zoom and and now all of a sudden I'm back on again. Did you did you guys hear everything I said before? No. <laughs> I don't know where we lost you. Damn. Yeah. All right. You froze. You froze towards. Uh, I it was towards the end of the discussion about our, our panic meter, um, oh. and then JB brought up the topic of some of the newcomers. So we're talking about Melton. Um, oh. I think Daniel House stinks. Yeah. Uh, JB right. was just talking about uh, Trez Harrell. Um, did you and, hear me yeah. say? Did you hear me say that Melton is under contract this year or next year on a team yeah, team friendly That's eight the last thing. That's okay. the last thing we heard. All right. Carry on. Carry on then. Sorry. Who are that. other? Is that that was our major additions, right? Melton House, Tucker. Uh, Tucker. Yeah, Tucker. we gotta talk about Tucker. And Trez is a Tucker. And Trez. Yeah, we, we Trez is awful. Trez. Trez yeah. I was. Oh my god, I was high on. I was high on Trez too. Yeah, he was saying it backfired every predictable way, as in as in Doc not playing B-ball Paul of him having. He, he's a six-seven center with no athleticism. <laughs> And it was just it went exactly how we we thought it would. Uh, what was the game where we couldn't get a defensive stop and the, he refused to play b-ball ball? Was it Washington without Embiid? Um, that might have been it. I don't know. I haven't been watching the games. What was the game that we <laughs> blew a ten point lead in the fourth when we were playing? We, we finally Knicks. decided the to Knicks. Play ball I watched ball. that game. That's the last game I watched Friday night. I watched the next game. Yeah, we we played b-ball ball right next to Montrez Harrell. Who, who would have thought that wasn't a that's good thing? I missed uh, that game, but that's that's really dumb. And how about Pop? You, one of you sent the quote already about Charles Bassey. Like this dude scoring a thousand points, and, and, and yeah, let me I'm let gonna, me read that. I'm not ready to anoint this dude as, and and even when he was with us, as like the next big thing. But he was better than the way we used him. Better than Trez. All right, mm-hmm. here's, a, here's a quote uh, from someone from The Athletic, uh, Matthew Tynan, and he writes for the, for the Spurs. Uh, more pop on signing Bass than giving him early playing time. Quote, he played a couple of G League games and scored 1,000 points in both games, and we said, well, maybe we're dumb and we haven't been playing this guy. End quote. Yeah. Would you ask Pop that don't question? They have, don't, they have, don't they have Charlie <laughs> Brown as well? I don't know. I think, don't we? I thought... Did we cut Charlie Brown? Yeah. Isaiah Joe's on the Thunder. We didn't talk about that. That we cut um, – well, I guess we had mentioned Bassey, but we cut Isaiah Joe too. Any quick reaction about that, guys? Yeah. yeah. Why the best player on the Thunder. Springer. <laughs> Springer can't do anything well except be athletic. Move. I don't think he – what does that even mean? Like he has a good high jump? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much it. I mean, I know they're hyping him up in the offseason, but they're also hyping up Thibault, who did start playing again, but like maybe the up their trade value or, or whatnot. I'm, I'm actually kind of glad thibault has been playing because our lack of athleticism was like glaring. What, yeah, which is so I agree. Awkward. Like we went all offseason, obviously trying to boost his value. And then game one, we just we basically just show a bluff. <laughs> yeah. This guy had the best offseason. He's phenomenal. He's going to be a big piece for yeah. us. And we're not going to play him for one minute. Fucking like, losers. What? Fucking dumb idiots. That's like, that's showing one of your two cards. Like, what? What? Fucking assholes, man. I swear to God. And uh, work noted, they did not reach an extension. Um, and he's going to be a restricted free agent at the end of the year, I believe. Um, 
so so worth mentioning. Um, we did mention also PJ Tucker, uh, the 37 year old guy making 10 million a year for the next three years, but he's got that dog in him. Apparently, I don't know. Have you guys seen that dog? I I'm not a hater. Like I'm setting aside the money because I don't care right now. Um, I've seen him get a couple offensive rebounds, and that's Very all nice. I hated about him. Like <laughs> when he was against us. And we never get rebounds, so I don't care that he's 37. I don't care that he's old. I don't know how he's been shooting, but it's it's nice to see someone try to get a second possession. Yeah. He is shooting 45% on three, but only attempting two per game. I just wish he didn't play as much. I'm, uh, yeah. 28 I minutes at, a game. I look at P.J. Tucker as just he's currency, like – He's he's salary in a trade. He makes ten million dollars a year for three years. He the salary cap is going up, so that's literally going to be like you know, that's going to look even better, you know, just to match contracts or whatever. I I, I don't think I don't suspect PJ Tucker will finish his three year contract here, and uh, I don't know. I wish he would could just play without Tobias because I cannot stand the two power forward lineup. It makes me want to turn the TV off. Like, I can't even watch it. I can't even fucking believe it. It's, it's like, crazy. it's yeah. Horford and Bede and Tobias all over again. Like, it's just, oh, why? Why does this keep I got happening? got some of those vibes, too. And, and why does this keep happening? Here's of this. Like, and we're all admittedly far from actually smart and know too much. We're idiots. But this Are we though? thing... We're right a lot. Worked for three years through all, however many coaches, however many GMs. It seems so blatant. Great guy, nice guy, phenomenal person. Come off the the bench. Yeah. Yeah. There's plenty of phenomenal, high paid players that come off the bench. It's strategic. It benefits. I don't get it. He doesn't like as an egotistical guy that like would refuse to. Here's the thing. It's like, I think we can all agree, <clears throat> Brennan, the three best players on the team and the three most important offensive players on the team are Joel Embiid, James Harden, and Tyrese Maxey. Can we just pause? Can we all agree on that? Right. Wait, can I get a is, yes? Is, from someone, is someone arguing otherwise? No, I'm going to tie okay. this all together. <laughs> all right, yes, tie the, we all agree, right? Embiid, Definitely. Harden, Maxey, 1A, 1B, 1C. And the, there's no room for, for debate there. Tobias Harris at his best, does doing what Tobias Harris does best, one-on-one scoring, does not complement those guys at all. And if you think he does, you are wrong. <laughs> you are wrong, and there's no debate. You need three and D guys around those three guys, and that's it. Nothing else. Nothing else is needed. We don't need one-on-one crunch time offense, pound the rock, dribble the shot clock out, you know, Take someone to the post for a little turnaround baby jump shot. Bring him off the bench. Let him feast on second units. The Lakers move Russell Westbrook to the bench. They still suck. I, I can't wait to talk about the standings, by the way. They're right now have the number two pick. They're they're get, right now they're getting Scoot Henderson, who will be drafted by the Pelicans using the Lakers pick, which is, oh, my God, I'd kill myself if I was a Lakers fan. <laughs> but <laughs> but we got, back- we got a championship, though. Back to the point I'm trying to make. It's just like they start bringing Westbrook off the bench and all of a sudden he's putting up like 20, 10 and five because he comes in the game. He doesn't compliment LeBron and Anthony Davis. 
so he comes off the bench and you just let him feast on second units and voila, look at that. He puts, he impacts the game more. It's like, it just makes too much sense to not have Tobias come off the bench. It's like, we have no bench scoring. It's we have weight are we're top heavy in our starting lineup. And although our bench is improved on paper, we got more athletic and deeper, whatever they still, we have, we get outscored by the other team's bench every night. And I know this because I, I, I don't watch the games, but I look at the, <laughs> I, look, I look at the fucking box score. I look at the box. The box scores tell a story. The data tells a story. And the story is that Tobias Harris is a great guy and he should not be starting. He can maybe finish the game. He found himself in the playoffs. He was well. He did well in the playoffs. He carved out a little role for himself. But I'd rather him come off the – I'd rather have Thibel um, starting for athleticism on the wing on the defensive end and Tucker as the sole power forward 3 and D guy. Hard, the world revolves around Maxi, Harden, and Embiid as it should. And then fucking Tobias comes off the bench and go, post up, dribble the air out of the ball. Score, take take 10 shots in a row, carry the fucking second unit, score 20 points a game off the bat, be the sixth man of the year. Like you'll be the best sixth man in NBA history. Just fucking do it. Why is no one doing this? Why are we starting Tobias Harris and PJ Tucker together? I can't wait till Brandon listens to this. I'm so excited. It always circles back and I love it. I love it so much. Give me Melton in the starting. Yeah, start Melton. Athleticism on the wing is what we need. We're the, what are we, the 28th worst defense in the league? We're not even going to make the fucking playoffs at this pace. <laughs> Honestly, it's like, it's, I need to, can someone look that up? Can we get a, can we get a fact check on that? I got you. I'll look it up. Keep talking. I got nothing. There's nothing else to say. It's, it's, it's just a like, no-brainer. it's, yeah. It, it makes me sad that Maury hasn't called it in. Mm-hmm. Do you, yeah. so what are it's the funny. It, when, when Doc gets fired, it will happen and we'll start winning and it'll be hilarious. Can't fucking wait. What are the chances Toby actually comes off the bench? Zero. Zero as long Zero. as Doc's here. Yeah, he'll be starting a small forward the rest of his career as long as Doc's here. It's it's starting or on another team. I don't think there's any benching. So we 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 may we may need a bigger sample size for the defensive ratings, but right now this kind of weird. The Sixers are tied for 14th. And defensive rating, but they're also tied with seven teams. So they're twenty first, so, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on. Let me let me sort this out. Alphabetical order. They're twenty first. Uh, sorry, I was looking at the wrong thing. They are now. I I wasn't on. I wasn't sorting by defensive rating. I, I don't know why it jumped to sorting by wins. That's weird. But um, defensive rate. I was like, how can seven teams have the same defensive rating? Um. They are 16th in defensive rating. Okay. So very, very last average. week. Last week they were 29th. I, I bet I bet they were. They they were they were doing terribly on the defensive end. They look so slow. Like uh, Toby and Tucker both on the court at the same time defensively. It's just like it's unwatchable. Uh, it was like pulling teeth. Yeah. yeah. It, it was it was very bad. Um but June, did we get your did you are you panicking at all about the start or are you, are you fine? Are you a wait and see like everyone else? Uh, I would be panicking if I had any hope for this team. <laughs> but I think that window has sailed. So, you know, just kind of, you know, cruise control till the playoffs. I, I told you guys. Uh, I don't know if I told you guys. I told you I thought this is the beginning of the end. I think this, this season ends up crashing and burning. 
maybe in the first <laughs> round. I don't know. Cavs are really good. Like maybe we play the Cavs in the first round or some shit. Mm-hmm. And I, I think like maybe Embiid demands a trade, and then Harden is on the one year one and one deal, and uh, maybe maybe they load up. And the, the worst part is we don't have our pick. Yeah, that's we, the worst have, part. That is Wimbanyama, the worst part. How do you say his name? Wimbanyama, Victor Wembanyama. Yeah, and we have no shot at him. Nope, absolutely no shot. Nope. Uh, I mean, and then, and then you look at the standings, and the I I I'll bet a million dollars that Danny Ainge was trying to tank for him, and they're the number one seed in the West right now. It's like the Sixers. It's like the Michael Carter Williams team was three and zero. You know, we were supposed to be winless for Wiggins, and we started out three and zero. We were all freaking out. Are we too good? They'll they'll Funny come back down, but they'll sell off everybody, and they'll the Jordan Clarkson will be traded. I'd trade for Jordan Clarkson. Yes, I would. I trade for fucking Jordan Clarkson. Um, they'll they'll sell everybody off. Like we sold Fad Young and Evan Turner at the deadline. They'll they'll make their move down. But uh, yeah, I'm on cruise control too. I mean, it's it's fun to kick and scream about Tobias and Doc, but at the end of the day, it's so early. You know, yeah, we we got off to a rough start, but Utah's the one seed, Portland's the two seed, the Spurs and the Pacers are in the playoff hunt. It's the, the everything sorts itself out, and we'll be fine. And uh, if Embiid, you know. A couple months from now, he does play himself into shape, which he probably will. This whole thing looks a lot different. And, uh, you know, we'll see. I'm not giving up yet, but sucks that Doc's here. And he's starting two power forwards. Really hate that. Start to bring Tucker off the bench. I'll even go the other way with it. We've yeah, said this before. It's just no more two power forwards can't with Maxi and Harden and Embiid on the ground every time. It's, it's no. It can't be that. can't be that. Um, I, I thought you guys – pretty much nailed it on your evaluation of, of Toby the start of the season because you look at his <laughs> numbers and you see he's shooting five to six threes per game, 44%. But then, like you said, he just doesn't complement this team the way people want him to because it, there's nothing that makes me audibly sigh more than seeing him catch the ball and decide to, instead of shooting the wide open shot, just start to break down his man for a contested fadeaway mid-range. Like, it, it's just, like, not what you want to see in a modern basketball game. But um, enough about the bias. Uh, James Harden, before his injury, what were your thoughts on him? I thought he was, was great. He, was he back? Was he – He was back enough. Look? He was back enough. I mean, he was, you know, <clears throat> he played, had some pretty good games, and uh, I think he fit well. He looked a little bit – he pretty much looked – he looked like the best version of himself last year a little bit more consistently. Which is fine. I think that's fine. You know, as long as we don't, I don't know if I'm going to give him five years, 150 million, but, uh, or no, it would be more than that. It would be way more than that, right? Yeah. Five years, five years, years, 200. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Definitely don't want to give him that. Um, No way. No shot. So, yeah. Honestly, it's like, you know what? Fucking trade Embiid for Bam, Tyler Hero, and all their picks and let Harden walk (laughs) (laughs) and just go Maxi Melton. Thibault, Tucker, bam. And then your bench is Tyler Hero, 30 off the bench. You got all their picks, Embiid. But it's going to be too tough. That would be too tough to watch Embiid embrace heat culture and win a championship in good shape with Jimmy Butler. That would be too Ooh, much to bear, I think. That would be too much to bear. I, I don't think I ever recover if that happens. Yeah. yeah. I'd be happy for Embiid, but not just that as a Philadelphia fan. I wouldn't, wouldn't be. I wouldn't that'd be. That'd be a mistake in my heart. <laughs> And it, this pains me because Embiid's my probably my favorite athlete of all time. Mm-hmm. But and obviously it's very early, 
But like you said, the, the, the slow mopey start kind of starts to wear a little thin. Yep. You know, it's annoying but, uh, after nine years. It, let's talk about something a little more fun. Maxi. Maxi's been great. We're talking about ha- having him cook. I, I got a little, a little tiny, I guess you can call it a game for you guys. Uh, and I want to see how many 22, uh, 22 or under guards you would take over Tyrese Maxi or you would take Maxi over. Oh. So I, I got, I compiled a little list. Uh, Jordan Poole. Uh, Maxi. Yeah. Maybe. Easily. Mm. Colin Sexton. Maxi. Maxi. Tyrese Halliburton. Maxi. It's everyone but Morant. Yeah. <laughs> it's everyone but John Morant. Yeah. Oh, Darius Garland. Maxi. Yeah. Oh, Maxi. I mean, I've, I'm saying Maxi, but I don't, know. I, don't know if, I don't know if that's right. I, I, think, I think you got to say Garland. I think you got to say Garland. Um, oh, we're saying Maxi on this podcast. <laughs> Cade Cottingham. Maxi. Uh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony Edwards. Maxi. Easily Maxi. Yeah. Lamelo Ball. Maxi. Maxi. <laughs> we me and June have had these debates with some friends. Uh and, and let's listen to June answer for this. John Morant. Maxi. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only one I'll. That's the only one I'll allow. Yeah, that's it. And I would cry, and I would become a Memphis fan. But June, June, what did you say when when we asked you this question last time? Oh, Max, easily. <laughs> Wait, you want to know <laughs> why? And what, and what was the reason? What was the reason? Because Maxi can shoot, and he doesn't get hurt all the time, right? Wait, there was a oh, game. Tell me, injury prone. I think like directly after June said Maxi can shoot and John Moran can't. I think I think John went like five or six from three. <laughs> That's a guy's stats. He's shooting. He's shooting forty six percent from three. Morant. forty seven percent from field goal, forty six percent from three. Small small sample size, JB. Twenty eight six and seven. Small sample size. I'm, I'm just... All all jokes aside. Darius Garland and Katie Cunningham, you think long and hard about, and then you take Anthony Edwards over him and John Morant's future of the NBA. What? You'll go Edwards? Uh, Edwards is... I don't know if I go Edwards, actually, now. Uh, Maxi. That... that dude was saying he'd rather play another sport not too long ago. Edwards, yeah, he did say that. That's crazy, right? The, uh, great, the he, was, he, was over... great, he was great in the Adam Sandler movie, though. Mm. He was. He w- he was playing himself. That was actually pretty good. Yeah, that was good. Um, the Timberwolves are kind of a weird. They are they're the twenty twenty sixers. Yeah. Cat's gonna ask out. Cat's gonna ask out. Who's gonna trade for Cat? The Knicks. Oh God. Oof. He's from North Jersey. That'd be cool. Someone someone's gonna trade. Randall Maybe, uh, Randall Kyrie. and all their young guys and picks. They still wouldn't be a contender. The Knicks, they're not. I mean, that's just not a championship. They'd be no, no, not a championship. They'd be relevant though. If I was a Knicks yeah. fan, I'd want that. That'd be but cool. They're relevant already, kind of. They're they're a solid seed. They're stuck the with Gobert. The, the Wolves are stuck with Gobert, and uh, Edwards is untouchable. And Cat's gonna want out. I mean, that, that they gotta fill the team. That trade's worse than Elton Brand could do in his in his in his prime. Yeah, 
Who's their crazy. fucking GM? Do they, they? There's no way. What's his name? Is still there, right? The Indian guy. That we uh, lost. He's, he's gone. Done. Who's their? Is it Rosas? No, they fired. The that, yeah, he like was having relationships. Jeez. Um, oh yeah, he got the boot, didn't he? Tim Connolly, whoever that is. Oh, Tim Connolly oh, was I the Nuggets know. GM. You're right. Yep. Oh, that guy. He just came, didn't he? He yeah. just came over, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, he made that trade. Oh shit! That's stint. a bad start. <laughs> All right, I got one more player of 22 or under. Luka yeah. Doncic. Maxi. <laughs> <laughs> Morant's 22, by the way. Um, I will take Doncic over anyone. Yeah. He's he's spectacular. Uh, speaking of, still doesn't make sense. Jokic and Doncic. I'm sorry, they're just they're too fat. I don't. Know. It doesn't make sense. They're fat and they stink, <laughs> and uh, they stink like bo. I'm not that they're bad at basketball. They're fucking. They're stinky. You know, they're just dirty Europeans. They stink. My people. I can say that. There you go. There you go. Um, good. Cut that out. We need some sponsors. Cut out the nitrous balloon thing too. We gotta get. We gotta sell out and get sponsorships. Maybe someone will sponsor for us for that fact that you mentioned. Colgate, you never know. Colgate, let's get a Colgate yes. sponsorship. Let's get let's get right um, some deodorant. Oh my god, what is that bug on my wall? Ugh, fucker, <laughs> <laughs> shit. Um, how Continue, carry closely, on. <laughs> how closely have you been paying attention to the Nets? Um, Twitter. Is, Sim- is Simmons playing again? Yeah, Twitter. Same. He just started playing again. I think he's averaging like four points a game or something. And he is a shell of himself. He, I would take like, like rookie Ben Simmons blows this guy out of the water. I don't know what, it it was never just the the jump shot. You know, he he had, he had no aggression in that Hawk series. He was like, he wasn't driving. He wasn't looking to score. Like it it was very bad. And, and and when I'm watching him, I've actually, now that, JB, we have NBA League Pass. Um, I've been watching a good amount of Nets games, and he doesn't. He looks so timid. He passes it right away. He he doesn't know what he's doing out there right now. Um, I mean, that team is just a disaster, too. If you had a bet, is Kyrie playing another game as a net? Yes, just because I think that they're shut. They have no morals. <laughs> <laughs> they were about to hire a doka, a doka or whatever. But they didn't, which means they found out what he did, and it must be fucking bad. It must be so mm-hmm. bad because they didn't, they didn't hire him know over. that already? I don't think so. I think they were about to hire him. Like, Woj tweeted that he was hired. And then I think they found out what actually happened, and they said, no way, dude. I think so. Either that? Like, nah. Yeah. Or, or you know what I think happened? They, they, they leaked it to see how the reaction would be. And it was very negative, and that's when they said, "All right, we can't do this." If they're that mm. dumb that they wanted to rely on testing the reaction of the general public, then <laughs> I think they, they are that dumb. That team is <laughs> trouble than I thought. What, I think they are that dumb. What a like what a let. That's got to be one of the biggest letdowns in sports. Going back to the the summer that they signed everyone, they landed everyone and everything, and they have done nothing although i guess they were like a three-pointer away from probably being a champion but uh, i'll I'll convenient to forget about that that's uh that franchise is taking a wild turn um i have a lot of nets fans that i'm I'm talking with so plenty of basketball to be left uh and plenty of sixers basketball to watch so 
hopefully we can get another episode in next week. Uh, I'm towards the end of my list, guys, unless you have anything to talk about. Uh, I'll end it with this. Um, the end of the Frosty Freeze Out, replaced with frickin' for chicken. Final thoughts before we sign off for this episode. Anyone can chime in. Not pure. Yeah, not pure at all. The frosty freeze out was just, you know. I'm taking that meal all day. Like, if I'm going to spend my money or even if both are handing me for free, I'm going Chick-fil-A nuggets. But I thought it was bullshit. Can't you You have to claim them before 9 a.m. and they're not open yet or something? You have to claim them before 1030 the next morning, and then you have three days to actually cash it out. So it's like the three days is nice, but the the before 1030, like – I, I, I might be sleeping in. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you actually, they actually give free nuggets. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. Too bad. There's no Chick-fil-A's in Philly. <laughs> yeah. All the way mm. in Columbus. And I, I, I don't, I never confirmed it, but apparently someone ran the list of eligible locations for this promotion. And apparently none of them were actually in Philly, Jeez. even though there's only that one. But like, I think you have to go to like Philly suburbs, maybe New Jersey or something. But uh, yeah, if that's true, they dropped the ball with this. I don't know. It's just not as not as pure like you guys said. Yeah. Um, maybe they can they maybe they can add a rotisserie chicken like the guy who ate forty straight rotisserie chickens <laughs> over the weekend on Columbus behind the, the Walmart in the on the embedded pier. So uh, Philadelphia needed a win over the weekend, and I guess that was that was it. The rotisserie chicken man. He should come on the pod. He should be our sponsor. Freaking for chicken. There you go. <laughs> all right, fellas. That uh, is peace. all I got. It's great to be back. Go birds. Go birds. Uh, I guess Talk we're watching Sixers. Sixers on the weeknights. I, Sixers. Or, or maybe we continue the pod and we we don't watch the games. That'll be a good bit. I would do that. Right, we fellas. could we we'd have enough enough other stuff we could talk about, I think. <laughs> Trey Turner, baby. Peace Trey out. Trey Turner. <laughs> MLB guys. free agency tomorrow. See you guys. We'll talk later next time. Go birds. Yes,